1: Do you feel alone, isolated today, separated from other people? You may even be in a crowd, but you feel so disconnected. Do you you feel like nobody knows what you're going through? Nobody can see you? Nobody can understand? Do you think perhaps you're just going to die right where you are? You're not going to make it out? Well, I want you to know that there was a man in Scripture who was in such a circumstance. His name was John. And yet, this is powerful. The most glorious revelation of Jesus Christ we have in all of the Bible was given to John, not after those circumstances, but in the middle of those circumstances. In other words, right where he was living, on the Isle of Patmos, the Lord showed up. The last time we looked at this last disciple, John, Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 9 He says, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And let me just review for a moment, if I may, and point out to you that there are actually four locations that John identifies. In verse number 9, he said, I am in tribulation. So that's where he was circumstantially. Maybe you can identify with that today. Are you in some tribulation? Well, you're not the first and you won't be the last. God says, There is no temptation taken you, but such as is common of man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. And John would stand up right there and say amen to that. Yes, you're going to live through it. You're going to make it. You're going to come out the other side because God is faithful. So, this is where he is circumstantially. He's in tribulation. Then here is where he is positionally. He is in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. So, is he on earth or in heaven? The answer is yes. You may feel right now bound by some circumstance here on earth, but I want you to know at this moment, because of your identification with Jesus Christ, you are seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you're in the kingdom. That's where you are positionally. And no one and nothing can take that away from you. And then here's where he is geographically. He is in the isle called Patmos. We'll come back to Patmos in just a moment. But this is where he is geographically. And then in verse number 10, he's in the spirit. So this is where he is spiritually. Do you see the back and forth between where he is by sight and where he is by faith? Where he is from human perspective and where he is from God's vantage point where he is in his emotions, and yet where he is uh, in his heart. I say to you, we must remember always that God is greater than our circumstances, that God is greater than our location, that God is greater than anything we're dealing with. Now we come back to these verses today because I want to show you that John does not end at Patmos. God didn't take John to Patmos to die there. God didn't take John to Patmos for that to be the end of the story. In fact, in Patmos, God set much more in motion. I love this. God met John on the Isle of Patmos. Uh, May I say to you that wherever you are today, God is there and God wants to meet you there. Maybe you're living on Patmos. Patmos was just a rock in the Aegean Sea. It was literally the Alcatraz of their day. Uh, this was not a vacation destination. This was not some place John would have chosen to go. And maybe that's where you're living today, in a place not of your choosing, not of your making, and uh, not the, the most hopeful situation. Well, I want you to know uh, the story does not end at Patmos. The Lord is at work there. Let me prove it to you. Notice, please, in Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 9, several things that happen on the Isle of Patmos. First of all, on the Isle of Patmos, God spoke to him. God spoke. Uh, He was there for the Word of God, but it was while he was there that he heard a great voice. There are some things God wants to say to you that He can't say to you until He gets you by yourself. Sometimes God will remove all the props so that there's no one to lean on but Him. Sometimes the Lord will allow there to be so much noise, so many voices around you, that finally you recognize there's only one great voice that you need to be in tune with, and that's the Lord. So on the Isle of Patmos, God spoke. And friend, I want to tell you, on the Isle of Patmos, God's going to speak to you. What is God trying to say to you right now? Uh, This voice that he heard, the Bible says, was as of a trumpet. You should study out in Scripture the trumpets. They were very important, especially in the Jewish economy. The trumpet always foretold and forecasted a message. They were used for feast days and for war and for direction and for assembly. But they always had a purpose. God's voice is clear and God's voice is specific. God speaks on the Isle of Patmos. Not only does God speak there on the Isle of Patmos, but I love this simple little thought. God saw Him on the Isle of Patmos. Did you hear the wording of verse number 10? He said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me, a great voice. Now, why would the Holy Spirit be careful to tell us that the voice he heard was the voice behind him? What is the voice behind you? Oh, this is glorious. Watch this. The voice behind you is the voice of one that sees you, though you cannot see him. You see, the person behind you is someone that you can't see. They're they're out of your view. Oh, but they have a very clear, distinct view of you. Let me give you a great Uh, reference that teaches this same truth from the Old Testament. In Isaiah chapter 30 and verse number 20, uh, God said to another one of his prophets these words, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction. Boy, that sounds like what John was dealing with, doesn't it? Yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore, but thine eyes shall see thy teachers. And then here it is, Isaiah 30 verse number 21, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee. Saying, this is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. (laughs) This is glorious. The voice behind you is the voice of the one that is guiding you. He sees where you are, he sees the road before you, and he's giving direction. He's saying, turn left here, turn right here. So, the voice of one behind you is the voice of one that sees you. He sees the end from the beginning. On the Isle of Patmos, in your circumstance today, my dear friend... God will speak to you, and God sees you. But then there's a third thing, and I think this is the most wonderful thing of all. It was on the Isle of Patmos that God showed himself to John. On the Isle of Patmos, God's going to reveal himself to you. It's not some thing you need to know. It is the Lord God wants you to know. You see, when the voice begins to speak, he says in verse 11, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And in the verses that follow, which we're about to study, you're going to see Jesus. You see, on your Isle of Patmos, in your difficulty, look for Jesus. The Lord shows up there. It was at Patmos that heaven came down to earth. It was at Patmos that John went up to heaven. You see, it's in the greatest difficulty where the Lord brings you nearer to himself. I say again, the story doesn't end at Patmos. May I prove it to you? Turn over a few pages in your Bible to Revelation chapter 10 and verse number 11 and hear what the Lord says to John. He's still on Patmos. He's still in his circumstance. But in Revelation 10 verse 11, the Lord said this, and he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. He's saying to John, John, I know you're dealing with some real difficulty here, but it's going to just give you a larger ministry. It's going to enlarge you. I have greater opportunities for you. Think of this. Thousands of years later, John is still ministering to us. He's still prophesying to us. And it all came out of him meeting the Lord at Patmos. Friend, I don't know what you're dealing with today, but the story doesn't end at Patmos.
0: The purpose of all Scripture is to see God In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauly continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.